0: Got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. One, two, three. Listen.
1: you got to have a like the why, and so we know our why. So I th-
0: You don't need to reinvent the wheel. Millions yep. and millions of people have done this already. You can get help. You can get a roadmap. You can save a lot of time, money, and frustration. Welcome to the Value Add Podcast with K&K. <sighs> All right. So we're going to give some... Uh, terrifying tales from the trenches that was moncy's
1: trenches of what
0: yeah the trenches of being real estate investors owning real so, estate, operating maybe owning, even if you operating managing all that fun stuff so we talk a lot about like how to get into real estate and what to do and all that kind of stuff but we thought we should share some nightmare stories with you and like hey what did we learned from it how did we overcome it because let's face it it's not going to be um, a smooth road. There will always be bumps and things that you need to overcome or challenges. And um, we hear about them a lot from clients. And we've gone through them ourselves. So we kind of want to go through them. So
1: Yeah, if you have a smooth road, <sighs> I think that's worse because I have people like, oh, everything was going so great for so long. And then they have like the worst tenant and it literally ruins their life. Because everything was so easy and they had this, you know, you just get, you know, you get on this, Oh, and then they just literally got in the. Then some also blindsided. Dude, it's just. And they get so emotional wrapped up. It like ruins their life. They're like, I'm selling it. I'm done. I can't deal with this.
0: Well, and I think that's one of the biggest <clears throat> things we see with clients is them getting so involved in the like day to day stuff. Cause some of the things that, you know, might happen to one person another person might not think is that big of a deal. And so, like, for example, if, you know, some of our clients that we know that own, you know, 500, 1,000, 2,000, 4,000 units, like, they're not sitting there going like, oh, my God, that guy's not paying rent. And, you know, like, one tenant's making your life hell. It's like, sorry, like, I'll, I'll just let my team handle this. Yes, it sucks. We need to address it. But, you know, I'm not losing sleep over it at night. And it's not causing me anxiety. It's like, I I trust my team can handle this. So I think um, you might want to hear some of these stories and then hopefully maybe you're in one of those situations now and you need some guidance or maybe, you know, you kind of want to know all sides of this before you start investing. So,
1: I mean, we have so many stories, but we're just, we're just trying to come up with a couple, but there's so many. Crystal, jump into it. What do we got?
0: Okay. So the number one thing, which I think is probably people's biggest fear, losing money. Yeah. So um, I think that's the biggest thing. Why people don't pull the trigger on buying a property or investing is this like fear of losing money. Um, And we've lost money. So uh, quite a bit of money. But I call those like expensive educations because we made more than we lost. We
1: made more than we lost, but we definitely took a.
0: I've definitely lost more than I than an Ivy League (laughs) education. Yep, probably both of us. Yeah. To, so yeah. I guess I could have been a doctor at this rate yes. by now. <laughs> yep, we could have.
1: All cash.
0: Um, that was a hard thing for me to overcome too, though, because I think you work so hard for this money. And um, in all truthfulness, you're like so connected to it because you worked really hard to save it and it wasn't easy and you sacrificed a lot to save it, um, you what, feel. And
1: what's, what's funny at the time is we were selling other properties. Mm-hmm. Um to pay for that one while we and we're making money here good money because that's how and and you're just giving away and we're just like man if we could just broken even on this thing we would have been sitting real you know it's so much prettier it's crazy. It's funny yeah. how your
0: expectations yeah. go we're down. like at this
1: point we're like just give us our money back nope yeah. it's like we thought we we're gonna it's like it's,
0: it's just, funny uh, how your expectations go down because you're like i'm gonna make all this money and then you start seeing the writing on the wall and you're like well we'll just break even and then you're just like
1: maybe i'll lose a little bit yeah, yeah. maybe i'll lose a lot
0: <laughs> hell uh-huh. Yeah, so it is. um, That's probably one of the biggest things for me. uh, Yeah, thank God during those years
1: we made a lot and other stuff we were flipping and stuff because it did was able to. Because I mean, look, some people they got in this one, it didn't work out. It could have literally bankrupted somebody, or you know, it could have for an average person for sure. Like they didn't have anything else going on. Yeah.
0: So I mean, like I said, it's probably one of the bigger uh, hard lessons for me to learn. And believe me, I am one of those people who will preach all day long that you have to you know, take risks to make money. Um, I think that they should be calculated risks. uh, But sometimes there's this like really shiny, glittery possibility that you see and you kind of want to jump for it, but you realize that it's a bigger risk. So it's kind of a decision, you know, for you, do I take this risk or do I not? And a couple times we've said yes, and sometimes it pays off and sometimes it doesn't. But it was outside of uh, our typical investment in multifamily and we gave up uh, control of the project so it wasn't in our control um and it was supposed to be kind of like a passive thing that became very unpassive and painful um not,
1: not only the money we lost but the time the energy and effort it was it was a lot i mean yeah so so, it was, it was, it, so the, what
0: would you say that you learned though from losing money in deals
1: um you know I think the biggest thing when I look back now it's that we we probably now when I look back I would have done now I would do a lot more due diligence up front because if we would have done the due diligence you know what I mean we would have caught some things and we probably would have been like like you said are we still willing to do this and if we were we could have got different debt instead of a private money loan you know we mm-hmm. could have got like go get a long term construction loan on it you know what I mean which mm-hmm. would have been Half to rate, like fraction of the point, you know, like fra- we to say. My we, other it was, thing it, too it is we could have made us break even. Actually, that you, know? you
0: might have actually not even gone forward at that point. Probably might have no. been hindered. Yeah, you know, like you would have said, let's go forward with the construction. And, loan the, and the other thing versus, that, that
1: yeah. always, this is what hurts me the most, is we passed up on one deal for sure. Those next toward our deal, and the money we just, just didn't lose that we just put in. Well, I guess the money, no, the money we put in, we could have just bought this deal and we would have pulled out seven figures out of the deal. And then we had another deal too. the crystal pie. you remember at the time that we had, we'd have been able to buy two deals. And if, if they could have just put us at an, another 30 units so, what's painful is if I had just done the deal and said, no, I would have just bought this deal, this deal. and We'd probably be at, you know, another Manchester on the books. Absolutely, because this uh, when
0: you say another Manchester on the books, you mean like another th- like thirty-unit build. Like we would have probably been double the size that we are now as no, far as Yeah, far yeah, as what yeah, we own.
1: yeah exactly. Yeah. So it would have just gone there, literally, just because I know the deals. We knew know the time. One was next door to ours. I knew the deals. I knew what they sold for. I knew the market. We just we'd have just done it, and so it is what it is. But you can't look back. But but why we didn't do that is we jumped in this. You trust the information you're given. And it wasn't correct. And we paid the price and we're into it. So like crystal says is, you know, she always reminds me. And this is the one thing is, is that we made a decision to invest in something and we have to live with it. And Gary V always talks about that. When you invest in something and you made a decision, you can't bitch about it because you you chose to invest in it. So as frustrating as it is, You, it's a time. You're just trying to get through it. So looking back, if we would have done the proper due diligence, now we need to do on a deal. We would have probably said no, and we'd have just gone and said, cool, we'll just buy a couple more buildings with multifamily. And we'd have been in a completely different, you know, over here different. It is what it is. So we just go, we got to make it up. That's how I look at it.
0: What did you learn from this experience?
1: No, just, just obviously, I learned a lot about- More due diligence. More due diligence. And I learned that shit can happen, and you can lose money, you know, and that- It can drag on and deals can drag on for many, many years.
0: (laughs) Uh, I learned it may not be the right thing, but what I learned um, that's right, I feel, for us is to keep the control Mm -hmm. um, that when we're in control, it's not necessarily – That I don't mind giving away control, it's that when I'm in control, I'm forced to do the work and I learn through doing that work um, rather than relying on someone else's opinion and what they think is right. And I truly believe that nobody is going to watch your money the way that you watch your money. So, um, you know, it's really easy for someone to say who's not invested to say, uh, oh, yeah, 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 let's do this or that because it's not their money and they didn't really give it much thought because it's not their money. Like they're not putting themselves in your shoes. Um, and when it is your money, you do the research just like, you know, people who might be scared to pull the trigger on buying a property. They're paralyzed from it, but they are doing the research. Um You need to do the research and you need to understand and believe in what you're paying for unless you're okay losing it. (laughs) So I think for me, um, keeping control. And secondly, uh, for me is sometimes it seems like you can make a lot of money doing something and so you go for it. And I don't think that's necessarily wrong, but I have learned that there are boundaries and limits to what I'm willing to do. So I have learned that I will leave construction to contractors and even a lot of them lose money. Um, We have a good friend of ours that's been on the podcast, Rami Cortez, who is a developer. And I feel like he's one of the few people I've met that I know was like meant to do this. Like he loves it. It's his passion. He's done so much studying and work And all of that um, to be a developer, like that's his dream. That's his passion. That's what he lives for. That's all he wants to do. And he's so right for that. That's not my passion and what I want to do and what I live for and what I learn about. So for him, it's right. For people like me and you, it's not right because it's such a complex thing. So I've learned that the boundaries and limits for us would – stop at like a like a heavy renovation like I'm not willing to do anything yeah
1: we just don't want to do it anymore
0: so for me that was the the learning curve and I think that you know when you lose money in a deal it's really unfortunate that's not the only time we've lost money in a deal I've lost money before yeah yeah. you and what it does is it teaches you about your boundaries and how you would have handled the situation. And be more disciplined. Being more di- – yeah. I mean, boundaries is discipline, I think. Um, so that's what I learned from losing money. And that's never a fun topic for anybody to talk about, but it's very real. And I think that's the biggest worry that people have that keeps them from moving forward in life. Now, that being said, uh, for us, thankfully, it wasn't like crippling and it didn't crush us. Um, it just hurt really bad. (laughs) So Yeah. Um, and I think that if nothing else, that we'll learn from that experience. And you know, when you lose, you learn. Um, when you win, you kind of just like feed your ego, I feel like. But when you lose, you're like, Ooh, that hurt and 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 it
1: also like we had really good momentum going and we kind of veered off. And if we'd just stayed on what we were doing, the multifamily thing, you know? Yes. we would have had we'd have been further along, so I don't sit here and cry over it because we learned, and we were like, don't chase a shiny object, but we had great momentum, and so we kind of it did knock our momentum off, but you know, we'll be back at you know you'll get back at it again, but that's just but the thing is is, I'd rather learn this on a small deal <laughs> than a lot of people learn this on a deal they went all in on yes. and lost everything. So yes. there are people we know that did that, and people that said shit. I didn't learn this on a small deal. I won all the small deals, They kept winning, 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 and they ended up losing on their biggest deal ever.
0: Yeah and so. and the thing is is that once you do a handful of deals you get a lot of confidence you feel then like an expert you know and and you probably are an expert you're an expert at that thing that one thing that you do but you're not an expert at that big thing that makes you that all those little deals made you feel like you got it yeah so um for us it's staying in our lane sticking to multifamily sticking to like value add type stuff no pen intended um but that's like the biggest thing i think and um everybody's scared to lose money and it does happen. And if you are a real estate investor, you're probably going to lose money at least once in your life. So it's a feeling you sort of have to learn to get comfortable with and just learn to like grow from.
1: Yeah. Even some of the best we know have lost money. I think
0: probably all the best that we know have lost money. Grant
1: Cardone said he's never lost money.
0: Never? Nope. I mean, overall, like, let's say you but have wins. But no, no, no.
1: But I think in multifamily, but I'm sure he's lost money in other areas, businesses and Of course, and stuff. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure you can talk to somebody. And, and at the end of the day, don't get me wrong, we've won overall. So it's that one thing. Yeah. But it's it's about that loss. Like, you yeah. don't even count on having one loss, you know. Yeah. So that's painful. But, yeah, so that's probably the biggest fear everyone has. And we have definitely lost money before. <laughs> Um, okay, so the next tales from the trenches is <laughs> um you wanted to talk about the vacation rentals, so yeah. No, I mean these are big. You know, this is a look, story about the vacation rentals.
1: Look, so vacation rentals. Uh, I have a client yesterday call me. He owns. Um, I don't like to ever mention names, just out of respect. Whoa, he owns um, homes he owns mobile home parks, he owns storage, you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, "Hey Kenny, there's an opportunity to go into this market here in California. His friends there." And obviously he's like I'm not going to buy one, but I'm going to go buy, you know, 6 or 8 condos, homes, vacation
0: homes. Mm-hmm. Vacation rentals. Yeah,
1: and he says, "Well, what do you think?" I said, "Well, I think you're smart to go bigger cuz smaller's, you know, one and you're you got to drive. He's like, Well, what do you what is it about the mansion? He's like, It's a lot of work. I said, Yeah, it's a lot of work up front. You gotta get the pictures, you gotta get the video, gotta get it set, gotta get a VRBO, gotta get an Airbnb, gotta get the reviews, gotta get people in there, gotta learn your cleaners, gotta fire a new cleaner, gotta fire that cleaner, gotta, that cleaner, gotta get this cleaner, gotta get a handyman, um, gotta get, you know, good beds, you, got, you know, you gotta learn the business. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once you learn the business, it's good, but you know, everything's humming along, it's great until it's, you know, ninety degrees out and the A C breaks.
0: On the 4th of July
1: and you got, when you're at a barbecue. And you got a princess in Your there prince. from uh, Houston, Texas. And she says, hey, the AC broke. And you're just like, you know, you're like, well, we're in San Diego. Can't you just open the window? <laughs> well, we don't say that to them because they're on vacation. And they're enjoying their time. So we sent a guy out there to go, oh, we'll fix it. No problem. Well, I don't know what he did. He did this and did that and. Broke it. It. it worked. It worked. Great. It's working. Then we get a call. I think it was like late at night. The thing broke again. So they opened the windows. I think they made it that night. And they're sitting in there. And I'm like, can't you guys go out for a walk or enjoy it? They're like more upset about this AC breaking and focusing on that than their trip. So I really realized that. So we call and said, what can we do? I want one night free. And they've been here before. And I want... Okay, and uh, we we want one night free, and I said like, oh, okay, and we want a gift card to a dinner place. Of course, they just pick a dinner place that costs two hundred dollars to go eat at. We're like, whatever, right? We're you know the thing is, this is business. We're in the middle of summer. We're making money. You're just like, make them happy, whatever, right? Just just keep them happy. Well, we don't
0: specifically w- with vacation rentals, it's different, you know.
1: So ultimately, mm-hmm. um, it's like that a AC hotel. ends mm-hmm. up blowing up. We spend I don't know, probably a couple 1500 $1, dollars to try to repair it. And then I sent another AC guy out there, and he realizes that guy dumped in the wrong fluid or too much fluid. So we realized that it only cost $1,300
0: to replace the whole thing. To
1: replace the whole thing plus labor. So, you know, $3,500 could have been less than two. Uh, then I gave him, you know, I think two nights free. It was just a mess. So you never know what's going to happen. You got to act quick. You know, we. So, so let me tell you the other thing that's terrible. We recently had. Um, somebody go in we have a new cleaner she's been doing great and you know I always tell people this you have a vacation rental. somebody flies from maybe London to here maybe China to here yes they have a long flight they get off the plane they're real excited they arrive at late at night or they're the tired morning. and they yeah. just want to get there and yeah. go to bed they open the she's door asleep. They turn the light on. And oh my gosh, what do you know? This place is a shithole. They didn't get clean. This shit's a mess. And what do you think they do? Oh, Kenny, you're so great. I love you guys. I'll pay more. And of course, they're like, oh my God, this place sucks. And they're fucking pissed off. You just ruined their trip. Five seconds into it. That's a bad
0: first impression. No, of
1: course. First impression is everything. So you got to immediately jump on it. So we had um, a couple things. Recently, we had somebody, uh, miscommunication. She didn't clean the unit person shows up says it's not clean what do you mean it's not clean it's not clean that's impossible call the cleaner be like I didn't see it on the schedule okay I'll tell you what we're gonna go to dinner and I'm yeah I, 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 we're gonna clean it okay fine that's good
0: oh she's cool I, I, no, no complaint
1: 20 minutes later get a nasty email
0: she had time to think about it and a glass of wine uh, that,
1: <laughs> that, that <laughs> damn wine <laughs> <laughs> so, fifty percent off the entire stay. Lost five hundred dollars. You know what you do? You make people happy in the vacations. Why? Because you're all about reviews. What did she leave me a five star review? Um, just had another great review. Another How many one. stories are you gonna hold tell? Hold on, hold on. I'm just give me examples of ter- Come terror. Come on. The point is, is that we had another lady came in there. The thing wasn't right. We jumped on it, fixed it within an hour. She wrote us the best five-star review. I posted it. You saw that, Monty? And great. So my point is, is guys, shit's going to happen in real estate. I think Crystal always reminds me of this in life because um I can fly off the handle. I've gotten better really? off the handle. <laughs> that <been> is that, <laughs> is that it's not about what happened. It's about how you handle it, right? So when you invest in real estate and the shit blows up, Look, some days during that project, I said, Crystal said, you know, Kenny, you're up you're up on bat. What do you mean? You're dealing with the person. I need to, I need a month off. And then after a month, I'd want to strangle this guy. And we're arguing. I'm like, Crystal, you're back on deck. You're on deck. You know, you, you have to pivot. So things don't go right. It, it could be, you know, I know she wants me to tell about the prostitute story next, the Can red you- light district.
0: Okay, first off, hold your horses.
1: Wait, he's like, wait, I'm interested. This sounds good. This is getting good.
0: Let's just stay on the vacation rental for a minute. So, if you're going to self manage, these are the types of things that happen. Now,
1: even if you don't,
0: even if you don't, but the different thing, yeah, you have to pay for them. But when the AC breaks on the 4th of July and they're mad and it's seven o'clock at night and you're three beers deep with your friends and you want to enjoy your life. And you have to drop it and make that happen so you don't get the bad review. Or if you say screw it, you end up getting the bad review. It hurts your business and that's just not a smart business decision. Like you have to be aware that all these things are going to happen. And if you decide to go the vacation rental route and you want to do it yourself – you're gonna have to take these calls, and with vacation rentals, I feel like it always comes at the most inopportune times. It's yeah. always nights and weekends. I don't know Christmas. Yeah, and like you said, I mean, we live in San Diego. Oh my gosh, it's like sunny and 75 every single day. And at night it's vac- 60. Our vacation rentals are a very short walk to like one of the most beautiful beaches like in the country. Um, world, amazing, and you know these people want to sit inside and have AC and like watch Complain. TV in one of the most beautiful places in the world. Or the country or wherever. Like you're on vacation and you wanna sit and watch T V. Like I, I don't know, I don't do that. And you think that's ridiculous. But if that's how they want to do their vacation, that's how, to they, Vegas. that's how they want to do it. So you have to make it happen. So um if you want a vacation rental, I think that they're great in the right settings. But uh if you're gonna self manage You
1: gotta be prepared. We're just giving be some stories. Prepared. I've got I can keep going. I wouldn't on stories. recommend
0: it. Now see it, Kenny wants to just keep going on and on and on and, well, and on and on. you want the red light do you want stories. the red light district story. Now that That being said, we do have like nothing but almost we have almost all five star reviews. I don't think we have any bad reviews on our vacation uh, rental. So, um, and people love it. We have people that come back every single year. Um, I do want you to tell this story because he's dying. Really funny. So Kenny's going to tell you the red light special story. Fun. And this was one where we didn't own the property. We managed it. Yep. But this is the kind of thing that happens to people. Now, let's say if you own in nicer areas, you might not have to deal with this. This was definitely what I will call a C location. Uh, but it's a fun story. So
1: tell them. City Heights. So um, I usually came in management. I was like the problem solver, so when they needed, a little, when they couldn't rent like out, difficult tenant, they couldn't rent out a unit. I'd rent it out. Yeah, I would not understand. If they couldn't get a tenant out, well, here I would come in. And if for some reason, I can just jive with anybody, literally anybody. So they could not get this. So here's the story. Crystal might have to go in.
0: Can I? Can I just tell you really? quick?
1: Br- bring it up to you. Got the eviction? Yeah, scenario. yeah, blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Blah.
0: yeah exactly. okay. This is this so. is this
1: is what could happen. Listen to the beginning because this is why they screwed up.
0: So, we had a tenant uh, in this building. It's, like he said, it's City Heights uh, Interior Hallways, which is really strange. Uh, Really strange in in San Diego. We don't generally have that. But... Yeah, this building was just crazy. Like this building got infested with bed bugs. We had to like move everybody out. Like three thir- nights in a it,
1: hotel. Like, it,
0: it was over thirty. We have units. so many stories, people. We could I forget, but all day. we had to like tent the whole building, kill all the bed bugs. Like the the people at the time said they'd never seen a bed bug problem as bad as this lady had, and she didn't want us to go inside her unit. It was such a nightmare just to get her out. So, anyways, that's not even the nightmare story. But, um, so we had this uh, section eight tenant who's living there, and the guy we her gave uncle? him sixteen. 16- we gave him 68 notice to vacate. So uh, he stopped paying and uh, we eventually uh, got him out. So he left and moved out. So we go change the locks. Everything happened. Fine, fine, fine. Uh, what happened was, <laughs> so you see the thing is uh, that <laughs> he had a niece and we didn't know it. And this niece apparently was there for a while because she was getting mail there. That's a very important important point, point question. to remember.
1: remember the mail remember the mail remember we're the
0: gonna mail come back to it. so um anyway so we go to turn the unit we're like yeah we got keys we're ready to go um and uh they open the door and there's a girl there and she says you you can't kick like what are you talking about we're like you got to get out like y- you're gone you She's changed
1: like, the locks how did she get in i forget
0: Ugh, i don't remember but oh she got you know it. what
1: i think they were turning the unit she went up there. She they left in. They left the door unlocked. She came in, locked the, I think there's keys, took the door, locked the lock and said, and basically she knew. She
0: said, I live here. So yep. anyways, she said, wait a second, I live here. You, you can't do this. And we're like, no, 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 you got to get out. See, we got possession. Uh, that was the tenant. Here's the lease. This is his name on the lease.
1: She called yep. good old legal aid.
0: But I get, but I get mail here. And uh, so because she got listen, mail listen. there. Stop interrupting me, please. Because we got mail there. You can't. You now have to evict her. So that is the law in California. She gets mail there. She got possession back of the unit, even if it was while our maintenance guy went to go to his truck to grab supplies and come back. Yep. She got back in. She gets mail there. She gets to stay there. So now we have to go through this eviction for somebody who's not on the lease. Um, and our
1: client says, "Now here I come in. What do we do?
0: Get her out as fast and as crystals
1: possible." Crystal's like, "We're sending Kenny over."
0: Just so you know, though, before I sent Kenny over. We had our girls kind of going over the girls that work in our office, like, "Hey, we got to go over there," and then we start getting complaints from the tenants. Hey, this this girl is changing out uh, the and, light bulbs and in the hallway. Tricks. Come on, Kenny. Is <laughs> changing the light bulbs to red light bulbs, and um, she's, I think you know, having sex with people up on the roof, like they're going up on the roof and having sex with people. And so we're like, okay, so we have the maintenance guys go and change out the light bulb to the regular light bulbs, whatever. The next day you go back, the red light bulb is there again. You know, we did this dance like two or three times. So finally we're like, we got to get this girl out. Like it's causing problems Tenants are getting really upset. Oh yeah. Some tenant
1: came home and there she was having sex in the stairwell with somebody. Remember that? Yeah.
0: Yes. So then that's when I say, Kenny, like, we can't handle this. I think one of the girls ended up getting in a fight with this girl because she was like trying to get her out and they were just catty, whatever. So then we say, Kenny, you got to get in. Help us get this girl out. Like, I don't even care. Just pay her money. Get her out. Like, we need to get her out of the building. So that's when Kenny comes in.
1: So I go over there. um, Time, Crystal was there. She's behind me. So I uh, walk up. This is a unit. So I knock on the door, opens the door. What? I said, "Oh, excuse me, excuse me. Let me just grab the door again." She says, "What are you doing?" I said, "Let me, let me shut the door again. We're going to try that again." She says, "Excuse me." I said, "We're going to try that again." That's that's not how we're going to start. Sorry. She goes, "What?" She, goes, what? she goes, "What is wrong, guy?" I go, "Let me just shut the door. I shut the door, and I knock." She goes, "Yes, how may I help you?" I said, "Isn't that better? <laughs> Isn't that a better start?" Because what you don't do is what, and just go at it with them, like me going fire to fire, even though I can be, hey, this, even though most of the time you do not always no. Um, this is not the time to do that. So she immediately is like, has her guard up. She's like, Oh, what do you, what do you hear about? I said, uh, I didn't even say anything. She says, Oh, are you here? Because you're hearing people are coming over and there's a red light and all this. I said, I haven't even asked you a question. I could be the IRS. i Am like, you're divulging your information. She says, well, then how can I help you? I said, um, I'm here because we need to get you out of here and you're a nuisance to the building. Is that so? Uh, I, you just told me you're a nuisance to the building. What have you heard? I said, does it matter what I've heard? You just need to go. And I'm here. It's your lucky day, and I'm going to help you get out. How are you going to do that? I said, I'm going to give you money. You're going to give me money. I'm going to give you money. I said, can I come in? She's like, no, you can't come in. Why? She says, I have a son in there. You have a son? Yeah, he has asthma. He has asthma? He's on a breathing He has a breathing machine. He, you have a son in here that has asthma? I'd love to meet him. No, you can't come in here. So then we're talking, going back and forth, and I said something, and she goes, I said, well, can I come in? She goes, no, I'm alone. I said, you just said you had a son. Well, I mean, he's here, but so do you have a son? So basically, she's she lied, She's a liar. She's lied about her son, lied about this. So basically, we go back and forth, and um, I ended up getting into the, I said, well, let me just see the condition of you unit. So finally, I go, look, I know you don't have a son. It's fine. You, you can lie to me all you want I just want to come in and look at the condition why because it just determine how much money I'm going to give you so I walk in she goes you can only look so I look peek in the kitchen I'm like wow okay shit Crystal's right they just I remember they did just turn this damn unit it was done
0: besides the wigs and the eyelashes that were taped to the uh, wall
1: yeah yeah
0: <laughs>
1: so I said she goes well how much money are you going to give me I said we're willing to offer you I don't know what it was a thousand bucks watch this you're going to give me a thousand bucks I said I'm gonna give you. Uh, I need you to get out today, and I'm gonna give you a two thousand five hundred bucks today, cashier's check.
0: I don't think you gave her that much. Whatever
1: it was, right? I can't remember the amount. You're gonna give it to me. I'm gonna give it to you today. Well, how am I gonna hold you? I'm like, no, I don't have a phone on me. You don't have a phone, no. So she writes my phone number on the side of the door going up, like, "Pretty this. woman, so pretty woman." Yeah. So. She goes, why well, I have to think about it. I got I to talk to people. You got to talk but people you have to talk to. I'm right here. Well, I have to run it by, uh, you know, somebody. Okay. So I go, cool. Let me know because the offer expires today. You gotta, and when you're doing this, you've got to be like, this isn't a negotiation, but this isn't long, right? You're like, we need you out today. You're a nuisance. You dangle money. Let's be honest. Two thousand bucks, fifteen hundred bucks—it's a lot I of money. Think it was it's like $1, $1, no, but it's a lot of money to these people. You yeah. don't think it is, but it's a lot of money to these people when they have zero. So, she's turning tricks, and she just—you know—she makes money, spends money, makes money, spends money. So, I go downstairs, and all of a sudden, I see her come downstairs, and I'm just standing out there, and I'm like, "What's going on?" She goes, "Well, uh, well, my my friends, my boyfriend's coming up. I need to talk to him." I said, "Oh, okay." So this guy comes up on a bike. Wasn't her boyfriend. It was a pimp. So I go, hey, what's going on? He goes, oh, I go, you, are you in charge? Of you? What? What? He's like getting my face. And I just, you know, well, I need, I need to, my time. give me, give me some space here. And I said, okay. So I give space. And then she's like, I need to call you later. Remember? I come back to the office, ring, ring, ring. Hi, it's whatever. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'll take the deal. Okay. You'll have all your shit. Yeah. I'll, I'll be, I will I'll be, I will be out. I think she asked for a little bit more money. She jumped on that shit like white on rice. Um, we got her out, changed the locks. I kid you not, we changed the locks, got her out. Guys were coming to that property for the next month, knocking on doors, trying to get in there and all that stuff. Like, would not, like...
0: Yeah, like, they were yeah. coming for their, their time. So, when uh, you're dealing
1: with people, you got to stay, stay calm. You got to give them a solution. You're If you're emotional, think, oh my, she doesn't deserve crap, she's terrible. It's like, look, what's terrible is this person's being a nuisance to all the other 22 people in the building, 22 units. And everybody's like, if you don't clean this shit, I'm going to leave. You'd rather get rid of one than get rid of half of them. So that's my story. It was more, it was a lot more fun in person, but.
0: Uh, it was, was pretty it. funny. Now, the one thing I want to say too is like Kenny said, you might be inclined to get emotional and be like, oh my God, I'm not giving them a $1,000. I'm not doing this. Um, in california at least evictions take a while so you're gonna pay an attorney probably about 1500 bucks for the actual eviction you're gonna lose rent for anywhere from two to four plus months so whatever rent you're, you were you gonna get on that unit plus let's not even talk about what damage they might do to the unit during that time that they're there uh because they're mad at you um so this for us is the quickest solution like especially even now like in covid Pfft. I would definitely, if I have non-paying tenants, cash right keys, COVID like, attorney, get them out. It's not
1: going to be $1,500 to fix people anymore. So COVID.
0: anyways, um, that is like one of the biggest lessons when we talk to people all the time. They're emotional about it and they don't want to lose money and they think we're crazy to give people cash to get out because they're like, they've already lost this money. They're not paying rent. Their security deposit is not going to cover it. All this stuff. Um you really have to keep your eye on the prize and not get emotional and just be like i got to get this person out so that i can start to make money again and that is the easiest way to get someone out and not uh, and to like basically cut your losses so um, i literally
1: have so many stories like that so many
0: so many but we won't we won't take up all your no. time with that but that's one example so the last story we wanted to share is oh i guess we don't have time so you'll have to save that for another day uh, but yeah, so those, those are some of the like nightmare stories that we've been through. Um, we could share some more because I think there's some there's, good there's, lessons there's in here. There's hundreds, yeah.
1: Um, the so point th- is you don't know what you're going to get. You don't know what you're going to deal with. Yeah. And you need to come. You need to be fast. You need to have solutions. If you try cash keys and they won't get out and they're being a nightmare, turn it over to the attorney. Let them deal with it. Move on with life. Focus on your other tenants and make them happy.
0: Cool. So maybe we'll do another episode with our fun uh, nightmare stories. Thanks, guys. Thank you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.